Hello, my name is Raul Iglesias. I am in Guatemala City. President-elect Bernardo Arevalo assumes office after a long period of uncertainty and political and post-electoral crisis. And I'm Chris Giles in London. And together we'll explore how Bernardo Arevalo defied opinion polls and pulled off a big upset in Guatemala's recent presidential election. We'll also focus on his inauguration, which was delayed for several hours by his opponents, and examine the challenges that he now faces now he's assumed office. Hello and welcome to this Global Situation podcast from International SOS, the leading health and security risk services company. Well, joining me for this episode is Raul Iglesias, our lead security analyst for Mexico and Central America. And I started by asking him why he felt it was important to be in Guatemala for the new president's inauguration. We determined that it was important to uh, visit Guatemala around the time of the inauguration due to the persistent tension and uncertainty regarding whether President Arevalo would indeed assume office. Bernardo Arevalo came out as the surprise runner-up in the first round of Guatemala's presidential race in June 2023. And, well, this result was questioned by the Attorney General's office, led by Consuelo Porras, who launched an investigation into alleged irregularities by Arevalo's party, Semilla, which had the effect of bolstering support for Arevalo, helping him to win the second round in in August. And what happened next? The perception that the Attorney General's office was cracking down on alleged corruption by Semilla continued during the following months, which were characterized by a lot of political uncertainty. And this triggered a wave of protest activity across the country, which peaked in between October and November. We saw roadblocks that caused quite some disruption to supply chains, especially along the Pan American Highway. And we saw a lot of protests in Guatemala City itself. This crackdown on the president-elect by the attorney general's office and on the Semilla party created a great deal of uncertainty within the country and also outside. There were a lot of international actors watching this election very closely and the ensuing post-electoral crisis because of the perception that the authorities' overreach might simply not allow the president-elect to take office. Well, I know that the inauguration did get delayed by several hours. So, Raul, what were you able to observe in the run-up to Arevalo finally being able to assume office? With the support of a dedicated security provider, I visited different sites in Guatemala City in the eve of the inauguration. The first site was the Attorney General's office, which was one of the key protest flashpoints during the post-electoral crisis due to the role Consuelo Porras was playing. While I was there, I witnessed the sitting the indigenous organizations had been carrying out for the past months. And I actually saw and heard the organizers bow to maintain the sitting until President Arevalo successfully assumed office. Next, we visited the Constitution Plaza and the National Palace of Culture in downtown Guatemala City. And there, people were gathering to Here, President Arevalo's inaugural speech, which was delayed by several hours. While the ambience was festive overall, there were still some lingering tensions in the plaza. So tell me more about the delays and how the protesters reacted to what was going on. While I was at the plaza, the organizers called on the attendants to head to the Congress building where there were some ongoing discussions regarding the swearing-in of the incoming deputies who would in turn swear in President Arevalo. 
this was getting delayed by several hours. So to put pressure on these actors, a group of demonstrators actually headed out from the plaza to the Congress building, where some demonstrators actually tried to break in. This demonstration was dispersed by the police with heavy-handed measures, including the use of tear gas. And when we got there with the support of the security provider, we could feel that the tensions were still lingering in the air with the police cordoning off the street and some of Arevalo supporters actually trying to get into the area. Well, Arevalo managed to assume office several hours after it had been officially scheduled during the midnight of January 14th, early morning of January 15th. And that helped to de-escalate tensions significantly. I've come to the colonial city of Antigua after a rather tense night surrounding the inauguration of President Bernardo Arevalo. However, he has since assumed power and tensions have de-escalated greatly across the country. The security environment feels quite calm. They are playing live music preparing for the inauguration of the local mayor, which should transpire without any disruption. So, Raul, what was it like to be there? the day after the president's inauguration. Antigua was actually a site of protest activity during previous months. And now people were gathering rather freely on the streets, awaiting for the inauguration of the local mayor. We must remind that on the 15th of January, elected officials across the country were due to take office officially. The transition, like it happened in the capital, passed off peacefully without any major disruption. Atmospherics in Antigua were palpably quite positive, quite benign, with foreign and local tourists walking around, just enjoying the sights, the food, the music in the city. Finally, Raul, I wanted to ask you about your assessment for the outlook for Guatemala. Now Arevalo is the president, what challenges lie ahead? Following this country assessment, uh, we have determined that the potential for widespread unrest has de-escalated greatly now that Arevalo has successfully assumed office. The political landscape, like I have said, has restructured to a point where Arevalo's political opposition will not be able to easily remove him from power in the years ahead. And although the relationship between Arevalo and Attorney General Porras is still quite strained, this is unlikely to result in further instability in the short to medium term. We're likely to see additional protests in the coming months by indigenous communities and other organizations demanding that Consuelo Porras be removed from her post. However, these are not very likely to be as disruptive as those coordinated protests and roadblocks we saw in October and November. We believe that the larger challenge for President Arevalo is actually delivering on his promises. Talking with a variety of local contacts, as well as interviewing people on the ground, The Guatemalan people's expectations of these administrations are very high. And if Arevalo disappoints, people are liable to take to the streets again. Okay, Raul, thank you so much for all your insights and analysis. Well, that's all for now. But just a reminder that you'll be able to access all the latest information and updates for Guatemala from our website at internationalsos.com. And from there, you can find out about our global network of assistance centres, available to clients 24-7. But until next time, thanks so much for listening and goodbye.